We disappeared the same day we arrived. Even our neighbors couldn't tell you where we'd gone. Children of subversives, we were born in different territories. But every one of us emerged on the seventh day during the 77th harvest after the Great War. And every one of us carried the Aelith strain. Our coming was foretold for years. The elders spoke of children who could change the future. Change the world, just as the planet teetered on the edge of darkness. Born on the prophesied day with birthmarks in the form of a crescent moon, they knew us immediately. Swaddled and screaming, we were spirited away by those who hid us, trained us, and kept us safe until our time came. They poured their lives into us. Some died to save us. None of us knew where the others were, but we knew we were not alone. We could sense one another, even from afar. And the need to be together was like a slow burn, intensifying until the hour was reached. And now we, the remnants, protected by knights of the last order, have gathered. We are warriors, set to right so much that has gone wrong. Called until we breathe our last to save the world. The elder likened the hour of our call to a tidal pull, the first birthing pangs of a pregnant mother. But to me, it felt like a scream building inside. Excitement and glory swirling in a ball within my chest, electrifying, mobilizing. I sat up straight in my bed and looked out the window. Through the mists that plagued our planet even during the season of harvest, I could see the dim glow of a crescent moon, our mark. The Maker was calling us to rise, to gather, to begin at long last. At last. At last. Was I truly ready? Part of me felt it was perfect. The culmination of everything I'd dreamed about and prepared for. Relieved that the wait was over, that it was finally beginning. Part of me felt unready. So not ready. Slipping from my bed, I forced myself toward my clothes and strapped a dagger to my calf, yanked my long johns to my waist, then the ratty long and loose brown trousers I wore every day. I reached for my bra band and tee, followed by a dark blue long-sleeved woolen shirt, knowing the day would be cold, as it always was. I stared hard in the mirror while brushing my dark hair. Mom always loved this shirt on me, said it brought out the blue-green color of my eyes. Mom. Dad. I swallowed hard against the lump in my throat. I couldn't think about them. Not now. It was as if we'd already been pulled a distance apart in that waking moment, making me longingly glance over my shoulder in their direction from the other side. They'd know it, too. At least I hoped they would. It would make our parting one of destiny. Bittersweet, but sure. By the dim light of the moon, I put on socks and laced up my boots, then stuffed my hairbrush, toothbrush, box of baking soda, several changes of underwear and socks, another t-shirt, a cami, 
and thick sweater into my backpack. I tugged on a long oilskin coat, strapped on my sheath, then reached for my sword on the wall, which had been there ever since I was a babe in my protector's arms, and slid it into the sheath on my back. The wall looked curiously blank without it, and I took one last slow glance around the room I'd had my entire childhood. Some of the warlord's kids still grew up with images of Winnie the Pooh or Beatrix Potter on their nursery walls, I'd heard. Characters from precious books my mom and dad had read to me, from tattered pages, making up the story for me when a section had been lost. I pondered that for a second. The idea of a pristine room, clean and freshly painted. But I'd always been destined for this, this night among nights, a girl with a sword on her wall from birth.